Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we take a break and get really high. I'm Mantis, and I am once again asking you to share our podcast with your friends. And I'm Brianna, but you can call me Aquafina if you want. <laughs> and today, we're going to be reviewing Project Power. Project Power is written by the Romanian wonder, Matson Tomlin, and directed by the team of Henry Joost and Rel Schulman, who are best known for the movie Catfish. Project Power stars Dominique Fishback, and two certified legends of the game, Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But before we go watch this motherfucker, we're going to talk a little bit about our expectations, some things we learned while lazily scanning the internet, and of course, start off with some things that piqued our interest this week. Brianna, you got anything for me or you want me to get right into it? Yeah, I need some movie news because I couldn't find any because nothing's happening in the world of movies other than everyone just keeps pushing their movie back, but I don't really find that to be very newsworthy anymore. Well, that is false, and I'm going to show everybody why Brianna is hashtag lame, hashtag Brianna sucks. I want to hear, like, it got pushed back because every single person on the set got coronavirus. The food that they shipped in had the coronavirus on it, even though everyone got tested. And like, I want to hear something like atrocious. Well, nothing I have to say is about anything getting pushed back. If anything, it's good news um, about things moving forward. So first thing I got is I have the new title for the second Borat film. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. It's called Borat. Gift of pornographic monkey to Vice Premier Michael Pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of Kazakhstan. I'm going to say that one more time, okay? The title of the film is Borat. Gift of pornographic monkey to Vice Premier Michael Pence to make benefit recently diminished nation of Kazakhstan. That is the entire title. <laughs> I think that's freaking awesome. Well, as someone that's never seen the first Borat, I'm pretty excited to see the second one. Wait, you haven't seen the first Borat? No. My wife is a wizard sleeve. Borat Borat accents are back in, boys. Everybody get ready. Click in your seatbelt. I'm aware of... uh... For the next five years, that's all you're going to hear. I'm aware of, like, the character, and I'm aware of, like, that, like, lime green banana hammock he wears <laughs> um it's what i wear to bed see i wouldn't wear it to bed i would just wear it like to the grocery store <laughs> if i'm going to bed i don't want to have something so constricting <laughs> but yeah i'm ready for i'm ready for borat too awesome awesome sorry that's not what it's called that's the the working name <laughs> yeah borat too. borat too but it's actually <laughs> borat blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say it again. It's like a, it's like it's like reading the Bible when you say the title of it. Uh, the second piece of movie news I have is that Avatar 2 is officially finished filming. 100% completed. Complete? I've never seen the first Avatar either. I've so I saw the first one. I need to rewatch it because I saw it obviously like 10 years ago and I was kind of under I was kind of underwhelmed by it to be completely honest with you. I, I I don't know. I didn't really love it as much as everybody else did, but I was also like 19 and and like really not into avatar at the time i was more into drinking and being shameful i had just never seen it it didn't seem like something that really tickled my fancy at the time and it still doesn't seem like anything that tickled my fancy and i feel like the ship has sailed and i guess i can just appreciate it as a movie if they're coming out with six more then 
I don't know. Like they're coming out with fucking six more. Are you like, kidding me? There's so many of them. There's like four more coming out. I mean, I, as someone that's never seen the first movie, maybe you can really go off and like get wild. But you know, that's, that's a lot of uh, it's a lot of movie. <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of wild, Brianna, my last piece of movie news this week is that Tom Cruise is going to space. Did you see this? Did you hear about this at all? No. Tom Cruise and Elon Musk have paired up with NASA. And they're going to be filming a movie in space. I mean, I know Elon Musk is a big space guy. Well, it's going to cost $200 million to make. That's like nothing, though, is it? I, well, yeah, I actually, I looked up the most expensive movie ever was. And it was the Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. And it cost $376 million to make. Which was like $15 million more than Age of Ultron, which I was kind of surprised by. But yeah, Pirates of the I Caribbean. Feel like two hundred million is a steal. Yeah, two hundred million is a steal for space movie shit. So I guess uh, I guess their director, whose name escape is escaping me right now, and Tom Cruise will be going up to space and filming a movie. That's so I uh, weird. I, mean, I I haven't gotten a lot of details about. There's not there's not a lot of details out about it right now, but it's going to be happening within the next couple of years. Where did you even find that information? It was it's in the news. It's in the news. What's your news source? Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad we were clear on that. Yeah, good old Reddit. Good old Reddit. Shout out Reddit. Anybody here from Reddit, shout out shout out you. Shout out New Zealand once again. We have a repeat listener. Shout out Auckland, shout out New Zealand, shout out the Prime Minister down there, she's awesome. I think her name's Jacinda Erden. If that's not her real name, please correct me. Um, Brianna, do you want to get into trailer talk? Uh, yeah. I actually was sent three trailers by you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The first one that piqued my interest. Actually, I liked all three of them, I'm not gonna lie. All three of them looked really exciting and i want to see them all but the first one was called sound of metal it stars riz ahmed sorry if i said that wrong i feel like riz is right i feel like i said the last part wrong yeah i feel like that's good feel free to correct me anyone (laughs) (laughs) but i really like him from star wars he was in a couple episodes of girls and and i really just like him and i i hope that we get to see him in a lot more stuff but the movie's about how he's losing his hearing and he is a drummer in a band it looks very uplifting and it kind of dives into it, it dives into i mean like so he's just like the yeah like just the the ex- accepting the fact that you're losing your hearing and kind of your life as you know it is going to be over like he's a drummer in a in a metal band and his whole life is just going to be turned upside down because he's going deaf i think it looks really intense and uh dramatic and good and as someone who has tinnitus uh, I gotta say, it's it hit close to home, so I'm excited for that. I actually read a really fun fact about it, and I hope we watch it because I want to share the fun fact. Okay. Yeah, we can save that because we'll definitely be watching it when it comes out. Uh, what was the second trailer? Second trailer was On the Rocks with Bill Murray and Rashida Jones. Yes, directed by Sofia Coppola. Directed by Sofia Coppola, and when I looked it up on IMDb, the first, like, comment was you had me at Bill Murray, and I was like, well, yeah, you had me at Bill Murray. I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, right? The, the, especially the director he's working with is the one that got him his Oscar nom. So you never know how this could go. He could he could be really good in this, get a supporting actor role. He deserves a supporting actor Oscar. 
This is his year. This is his year. This is Bill Murray's year, ladies and gentlemen. I just really like um, the story of the movie. Bill Murray and Rashida Jones go and see if her husband's cheating on her. Is that the whole trailer? Pretty much, yeah. And what about what about the third one? The third one? Called The Sunlit Night, starring Jenny Slate. And I love Jenny Slate. I've loved her since she was Marcel the Shell. Jenny Slate's so funny. A.K.A. AK from her first marriage. Um, <laughs> and then when she dated Chris Evans, I was cheering for her so hard. I was like, you get a girl. But then everyone else came back and were like, we hate Jenny Slate. She sucks for Chris Evans. And I was like, the fuck? Watch your language. Like, she's perfect. Zach Galifianakis is also in this movie. I didn't know if he starred in it, though. I didn't want to. I don't want to throw fake news out there because you always say that people star in it and then they're in it for like a second. I didn't say he starred in it. I said he was in it. <laughs> but yeah, Zach Galifianakis is in it. Jenny Slate's in it. My girl. And this movie essentially just looks like a coming of age tale about a woman in her 30s. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, she has that voice that kind of like sends her through into I can play off as a young person. But um, it's definitely she... supposed to be about a woman in her like early 30s late 20s anyway so jenny slate plays a nice young woman who is a struggling artist and her (laughs) most recent artwork gets criticized really bad and it kind of leaves her in this like well what do i want to do with my life isn't that what we're all thinking and (laughs) she ends up going to norway and working with this famous norwegian painter and uh it's just a little Middle age, coming of age story. And I'm thinking about moving to Norway now. <laughs> Brianna's going to find solace in painting in Norway. Oh, well. I love Jenny Slate. Marcel the Shell for life. I'm Marcel and I'm a shell. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no one cares about Jenny Slate. It's time for the spoiler free zone. Tonight we are talking about the movie Project Power, starring Jamie Foxx. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So right now we're entering the spoiler-free zone. From here until the end of the segment, uh, right before we go watch the movie and then come back and review it, there will be essentially no spoilers. And then once we come back and review the movie, you're pretty much not going to be able to get away from them. But I will give another warning, so no worries. Project Power, Brianna, has a 6.0 out of 10 on IMDb based on 55,000 reviews. It has a 59% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 165 reviews and 47% audience score based on 1,400 reviews. It also has a 51% on Metacritic. So as we talked about earlier, it was uh, Project Power is directed by the team of Henry Juiced and Ariel Rell Schulman, who are best known for the movie Catfish. Rell Schulman is Nev Schulman's brother. Nev Schulman obviously was the star of Catfish. Brianna, we were talking about Catfish earlier, and you only remember the show, but I remember the movie and all the viral marketing that was being done, because when this when when this movie first came out, I thought it was going to be some gritty, crazy, docu-horror movie, and, and that's the way it was meant to, to seem, and then you just find out that it's about somebody just getting faked out online, and then the word, and then the word Catfish, the term Catfish was born. Well, I feel like that's the whole point of the show. Yeah, that's the whole point of the show, and that was essentially the whole point of the movie, except the movie was kind of staged, and but that's 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 for another day. Um, and Mattson Tomlin is my spirit animal, Brianna, because the script was a spec script. 
Okay, he wrote this thing and he 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 put it out there in Hollywood. Got an agent, put it out there, and Henry Juiced and Rel Schulman got this script from their agent just to look over. They read it, thought it was amazing, and they were like, "All right, let's let's fucking make this movie," which is a incredible reminder to all aspiring writers out there that anything can happen and if you put the work in something might uh this dude is from fucking bucharest romania okay so he he's he's just doing the damn thing he uh he wrote a goddamn netflix movie at the age of 29 and he also got brought in to help uh write the new batman movie brianna he co-wrote the new batman movie and he's also doing a project with seth rogan coming up so this guy's just awesome. And and Rel Schulman and Henry Juiced and Matson Tomlin are also doing the new Mega Man movie together. So so these guys are doing all right. They're kind of doing big things. And they still have Catfish the show that they're both executive producers on. Is that still on today? Yeah, they're still like I don't know about like right now, but as of twenty twenty they were still coming out with new episodes. Wow, good for them. Good for them. I mean people are still getting catfished. I think that you could get catfished by somebody that looks like MGK. And speaking of MGK, Brianna, he uh, he's in this movie. It's it's because they liked him a lot. They worked with him in their previous movie, Nerve. But get this. Henry Juiced and Rail Schulman went as far to say as MGK was their muse. Is that aggressive? No. They called Machine Gun Kelly their muse. I'm just saying, like, his just, all of his tattoos alone are a muse. Wow, I didn't know Brianna was a Machine Gun Kelly simp, but I guess the the more you know. I'm not really a simp because he's dating Megan Fox right now. And is... Megan Fox came in hot and then left just as hot. Like, she was in, she was there for like five or six years, just like, Megan Fox, boom. And then uh, you don't hear anything about her. I don't know what the fuck happened. She just dropped off the face of the planet. Well, she's dating Machine Gun Kelly right now. I guess, yeah, but they're not putting her in any movies anymore. There's got to be some kind of role out there for Megan Fox. What the fuck? You make Jennifer's body, too? Yeah, she tried to get into, like, serious roles, but she's not really that good of an actress. And obviously, you're going to look at her more than, like, you're actually going to pay attention to what she's saying. So the more serious roles, like, didn't work for her, and it was just like, ugh. Well, outside of Machine Gun Kelly being in this film... Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is obviously in it. He found out about it and expressed interest in it. Like He went to them and was like, hey, I heard you're making this movie with Jamie Foxx. I want to be in it. And so they actually expanded the role uh, that was initially written. So it wasn't supposed to be as, uh, as big a part of the movie as it is now. But they were like, we're not going to waste Joseph Gordon-Levitt if he wants to be in this movie. Like fuck oh, yeah, duh. yeah, and I guess like Jamie Fox was originally they were they they were like we read the script and Jamie Fox was just in our head because he's a fucking man, and I was like yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense. Also, one of the best parts I think of this whole thing is that they originally read the script and it was set in Portland, but they went and they scouted Portland and they were like this this is fucking boring. Our movie can't be set here. Well, which Portland? Portland, Oregon, and so they decided to set it in New Orleans. New Orleans. So it's filmed and set in New Orleans. I've never... Yeah, Portland, Oregon doesn't sound super exciting to me. It sounds like it looks nice. From what I hear on the streets is it's a nice place to look at. But, uh... 
doesn't seem like it's as exciting as New Orleans, where it's just dump them out for the boys Hell all the yeah. time. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I guess, obviously, Dominic Fishback, the other star of this movie, she went through like a grueling a grueling audition process and had to read with Jamie Foxx and had to sing because I guess her part's very musical, which I'm interested to see how that that plays out. But she's also like 29 and plays a teenager. So I'm also really, <laughs> I really hope it's not one of those like very noticeable things like not like, you know, like Beverly Hills 90210. I'm sure it's not, but <laughs> it's going to be kind of funny. I don't think it'll be noticeable. I don't know, though. I also look like eternally 15, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's true. Brianna's, Brianna does look like a, well, you're you're Asian though, so uh, you're gonna look fifteen until you're like sixty, and then all of a sudden you're just gonna look ninety-two. Well, I said I'm eternally sixteen. Right until you're until you're sixty. That's pretty much all the the fun facts uh, I learned, Brianna. While scanning the internet, you got anything else? Um, no, not really. I know that Henry Juiced and Rel Schumann <laughs> <laughs> also wrote, or they directed another movie. That had Machine Gun Kelly in it. Yep. It was called Viral. Well, my expectations for this film are, I don't think it's going to be as good as Limitless, but I think it's going to be really good because I like Jamie Foxx. I've loved Jamie Foxx since Any Given Sunday. I really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I've liked him since their Third Rock from the Sun. I think that, I mean, I don't really know much about Henry Joost and Rel Schulman other than Catfish, so I can't say I like their work very much, but maybe they, you know, I'm excited to see how they do with the special effects and all that. Um, and I'm excited to, to see how the writing is because I really like this kid, Matson Tomlin's, I just like his track record and I like, I like his, I like what he's doing. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hope I'm hoping that it's going to, I'm going to like it, but I'm skeptical at the, skeptical at the same time. Um, well, here comes negative Nancy. I am going in with the expectations that it'll be okay. Um, but other than that, I don't want to compare it to anything because I haven't seen Limitless since it probably came out in theaters. Yeah. So that was a while ago. I only remember the concept of it. And um, I'm going to go in with some fresh eyes. Okay. Cool. And I'm just going to I'm gonna put my little comfy pants on and I'm ready. All right. Take us out. An ex-soldier, a teen, and a cop collide in New Orleans as they hunt for the source behind a dangerous new pill that grants users temporary superpowers. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready as I'm ready as we're ever going to get. We'll be right back, everybody. Okay, and we're back. We have Are just... we in the spoiler zone? We are in the spoiler zone so you're leaving the spoiler free zone and now you're in the spoiler zone (laughs) (laughs) no but in all seriousness decent movie i really liked it as a reminder we just watched project power if for some reason you forgot already um we babble enough so that would make sense just watch project power i really liked it i thought it was a good action movie it's essentially about the crack epidemic from the 80s and how the CAA started it. Like that's that's kind of how I that's kind of what I got from it, Brianna. When I was younger and I first learned about how the government gave people LSD, <laughs> I was convinced that I had LSD in my system and for like probably 2 months I thought that at any time I could also be part of the MK Ultra the MK Ultra experiment. <laughs> 
Because when I came over to this country, I came over allegedly sick, but I showed no symptoms of sickness, but I had a bag of powder with me, and my mom didn't know what the hell it was, and I was like, oh my gosh, did they put LSD in me? And I went, oh no, I'm probably part of the Ultra program. They probably thought I was North Korean. They probably thought I was going to be an assassin. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Anyway. So so I'm judging this movie based on action movies that came out in the last 10 years. Um, Limitless had a better story, but this movie was a lot cooler. Like, this movie was was balls to the wall of coolness. Uh, New Orleans was an awesome setting. Nolans. Yeah, Nolans. They didn't overdo it. You didn't see Bourbon Street or anything kitschy like that. It was pretty straightforward. They just showed the city, some Saints games, stuff like that. Cool movie, though, overall. I thought the acting was was probably the best part. The editing was was pretty good for today's standards because you know how they can be it can be kind of choppy sometimes. Brianna in action movies, like it's just like bing bing mm-hmm. bing boom boom. There wasn't ninety nine edits per fight, but it, it's it's no it's no kill bill, but it's serviceable. It was it, it didn't take you out of it. It wasn't annoying. It didn't give you a headache. Not a lot of emotion, I thought, but it was still intense. But like not a lot of dramatic. No, there was definitely like nothing like lifetime worthy. No, it didn't bring a tear to my eye. I wasn't invested in the characters the whole time. But you know, no, that's... no, it's a pretty predictable like storyline for like the characters themselves. Yeah, yeah. And then, what would you think? Um, I liked it. It's definitely not a movie you can watch like every week. Cause you, I know people have those movies. I have those movies. Yeah, everybody it's has nice those to movies. watch it every. Yeah, it's nice to watch every now and then. I liked it. There was definitely parts where I was making audible reactions like I like to do because I've been by myself for so long now. Um. <laughs> no, this movie does so many moments that make you go like, oh, shit. There was no dicks getting blown off, but I was ready for it. Like, that's where we were going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There could have been dicks getting blown off. Oh, there was definitely like pieces of, I don't know, pube flying somewhere. Yeah, a lot of violence in this movie. It's not violent. It's, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's some violence. There's blood. If you're not into blood, don't watch this. Yeah, that's for sure. The movie's essentially about Jamie Foxx trying to find his daughter who's been stolen by the government because they're creating power pills out of her DNA because she holds, like, a special ability, which he also holds. That's all based off of animals. Yeah, yeah. So each person, they take a pill and they either become an, they get an animal power or they blow up. <laughs> and Jamie Foxx is supposed to be like the bad guy at first. And you don't really know what's going on. He beats up some drug dealers. Machine Gun Kelly blows up in the very beginning, which was badass. And then there's just kind of like this crazy manhunt. George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets involved and tries to help Jamie Foxx. And so it's pretty straight, pretty straightforward. Uh, not a lot of dips and dives uh, the ending was cool i thought a little unexpected but but like i was like nice ready for it they i was anticipating the ending so that was good yeah you did guess the ending not like the actual ending but you guessed like a part of it that was pretty big yeah yeah i did well yeah i mean spoiler alert we're already in it right so um but yeah jamie jamie fox ends up killing a bunch of bad guys at the end because he takes a pill and becomes like a a pistol shrimp and vaporizes everybody. Um, shout out to this movie for 
keying Brianna and I in on pistol shrimp because we had no idea those were a thing before this. If I had a penis, I would call it a pistol shrimp. <laughs> and then his daughter <laughs> revives him because that's her ability. But so yeah, that's pretty much the movie. That's those are our initial reactions. I kind of just want to add that the movie was a combination of Limitless and Max Payne, the movie with Mark Wahlberg. Did you ever see it? No, do you I know, didn't. Do you know about the video game? I do. I do know about the video game. I didn't. They made a movie with Marky Mark himself, not the Funky Bunch, and it has Mila Kunis in it, and it's about. I've never played was Max it good? Payne or Max Payne the game, but Max Payne the movie it was it was fine. Okay. <laughs> Since I don't know about the game though, I don't know how they actually tied together and I think if I knew about it it would have been like a little better, but I also don't think it was that great because it didn't get really good reviews. But not every Mark Wahlberg is going to be a winner, but it kind of has like the same sort of underlying like we're just going to give drugs to people that are basically homeless and poor and useless because we don't care if they die because the government sucks. Yeah, it's literally it the crack. Has, it's, li- it's literally the crack epidemic. It's literally yeah, it sort of has that thing. I ran Contra. <laughs> but favorite parts, Brianna's favorite parts. Let me hear him, girl. Um, other than Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the entire movie was his throbbing pectorals and his stacked fucking abs. <sighs> yeah, he was looking um, good. Yeah, I had no idea. Brianna mentioned in the middle of the movie that Joseph Gordon-Levitt was looking like a, a fine wine. He, oh my goodness. Go on. <sighs> I need to take a breath. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so my favorite part is actually a line, and it happens in the sort of first quarter of the movie. Okay. Since there was a lot of Saints references, I'm going to get in the quarters. Okay. So in the first quarter of the movie, <laughs> there was a line <laughs> where they're in downtown, what I guess is New Orleans, and there's a bank robbery happening, and one of the guys who's doing the bank robbery is invisible. He has, like, chameleon genetic things in him. Yeah, yep, Chameleon yep. genes. Very cool And so power. he's invisible. He comes out of the fucking wall because he's all camouflaged into it. I screamed because it scared me. I wasn't ready <laughs> yeah, for that. Pretty audibly. <laughs> but, um, he escapes from the bank, and they're, and they're chasing after him, and the cops on the radio trying to send out, like, the bolo of, like... <laughs> what he looks like and he's like the suspect is caucasian and he's like shit i can't tell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he keeps one. changing when he's running across like all the buildings and uh <laughs> made me made me chuckle that's solid yeah all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting scene with that in that scene we get a taste of what joseph gordon levitt's power is he gets he must be like a rhino oh, yeah, or something because he gets shot in the head at that point and it, the bullet just like hits his skull and then like condenses and just falls to the ground i thought it was um an armadillo oh that's a that's actually a good point too yeah because they showed his his skin doing the same thing i couldn't watch it because it grossed me out but but yeah that was a good point you show uh jgl's powers because he's a good person so he gets good powers he doesn't blow up yeah thankfully he doesn't blow up i thought he was gonna die at the end of an od but he does not so is that all the favorite parts you have? Um, yeah, I mean, basically JGL was my favorite part. And then the, okay. the funny line was okay. something I noticed. Okay, good, 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 good. What, what, were your, what were your favorite parts? Did you have any? Yeah, I did. Uh, so right off the bat, the vi- like the violence, 
it's not like the devil all the time kind of violence but the action and the there's a little bit of gore um i really mm-hmm. enjoyed that i thought the fight scenes were really cool um definitely definitely a lot of moments that like i said earlier that make you say oh shit honestly though jamie fox jgl and dominique fishback like they were really good they played really well off of each other and i actually thought dominique fishback did a an amazing job for playing a 19 year old girl and like she played she was like kind of vulnerable and she i just um i think she just did great overall having to like go into a movie knowing that you're sorry Dominique but you're nobody and then you're find out that you're starring with like JGL and Jamie Foxx and you're just like okay don't shit your pants this is gonna be fun I think she yeah. did a great job <laughs> yeah I agree I agree I thought she did and she job. had to like rap in front of Jamie Foxx and I'm sure like MGK was there and like she was probably feeling like really judged well let me piggyback off that because that <laughs> is gonna segue us into our least favorite parts least favorite parts the rapping, even though I know it was supposed to be her, like, real power that allows her to transcend her current status, and at the end of the movie, she ends up on the radio as a rapper. I thought the rapping was so lame. I was, <laughs> I thought it was good. They were good raps. They were solid rhymes. But I was like, this is just, like, get this out of my face. Like, I don't need your three rap sessions. So it's kind of, kind of random, but I, I get it. Also, uh, not much of a B story. I would have liked some some higher stakes. But it's a it's a fun action movie, so I get it. It is what it is. But there was really no love story. Not that you need one, but you need at least a little emotion in there. And I guess you could have called that, uh, you know, Dominique's character and her mom being the B story. But she was only in it for like two seconds, like literally at the beginning and the end. So there wasn't really much going on. Um, and for an action thriller, there's a decent amount of small nuances that you have to pay attention to, or else you'd be kind of confused at the end. Which you're not always like you're not always looking for it because your your brain's just kind of shut off, um, and you're just being entertained. But it's okay. Do... I was there to help you. Yeah, exactly. So if you don't have a Brianna with you to be like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> so you you need to pay attention because this is not just a straightforward just thriller. Shut your brain off. There are some some things you gotta you gotta uh, look for. But yeah, those were my least favorite parts, Brianna. <laughs> what were your least favorite parts? Well, my least favorite part kind of ties into part of your least favorite part in which there was almost too many things that needed explaining that weren't explained. And it was like, oh, okay, so I'll just just leave that unanswered. That's fine. Yeah, and I like felt what? a little like I had a little bit of FOMO and I was like, did I miss it? Did they not explain it? I don't know. Can you think of anything specific? Like, any part specifically that made you think that way? They don't explain that if you take the pill, like, will you have the same power every single time you take the pill? They didn't explain that. They kind of just made you assume, mm-hmm. yeah, you do. Um, yep. They didn't explain how people, like, get chosen to, like, what power you get. Because I thought if you were a good person, you got, like, a, a good superhero power and you didn't blow up. It's just because draw. bad people, yeah, bad people blew up. But then the, like, I don't know, villain in it, the bad guy who turns into Mr. Hyde. Oh my and, like, God, it's all, like, huge. freaky and hulky. Like, yeah. I thought since he was a bad guy, he would just blow up. No, but he became a fucking monster. Yeah, he became, like, a weird Hulk troll thing. It was, like, freaky. 
And he had a testicle, like, neck. Ugh, he had a lot of skin on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that was so gross. That was disgusting. That was a special effect, though. That wasn't like a, he actually had skin on his neck like that. Um, But yeah, there was just, like, a lot of times where... Like, when you asked questions, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I didn't notice that either until you asked it. And then I went, oh, I, I think I saw that. And it was just yeah. kind of hard to tie all the the loose ends up. Yeah, I agree. They left it wide open for a Project Power, too. Yeah. But maybe probably not starring Jamie Foxx. Why not? They need to have a minute. Him and his daughter are vital. I know, but he was at the end, he was like, it's not over, but for me it is. Well, and so I feel like they're going to bring in somebody new. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Dominic I'm okay with Fishback. That. I'm okay. So, we'll see. I just need least. two of the three. Um, but yeah, there was just a lot of, like, unexplained nonsense. How many popcorn bags are you giving it? Out of 50 popcorn bags, I'm probably going to give it 30. It's about where I'm at. Um, so, Brianna, 30 out of 50 popcorn bags. I'm going to give it 34 out of 50. I liked the action. Um, and I'm judging it just on action, action films on I'm not basing it on, you know, what we watched last week because they're just completely different movies, apples and oranges. So yeah, I'm giving it a 34 out of 50 popcorn bags. I am recommending this movie. I think that it's a, a fun movie. I think that if you pop it on and just kind of let it play, um, I think that you'll have a good enough time. I, you know, you do have to kind of pay attention a little bit, but honestly, you could probably get away with not paying attention at all and you'd still be just as entertained. Jamie Foxx is cool. JGL's cool. It's a cool movie. You recommend it, Brianna? Um, I would recommend it, especially since it's on Netflix. It's just easy to watch. Yes, so easy to watch Netflix movies. The next, the next, uh, I don't want to say the next few, but we've got a few movies coming up in the month of October that will be Netflix-based, so it should be more accessible to a lot of people listening to this. But what else? You watch anything else this week, Brianna? Speaking of Netflix... I did, since I felt so bad about not watching anything the previous week. I actually watched two movies this past week that I hadn't seen before, and one of them was a Netflix movie. Oh, shit. What'd you watch? I watched Enola Holmes on Netflix. Oh, I heard, I've heard good things about that movie. Millie Bobby Brown, right? Millie Bobby Brown. It's about uh, Sherlock and Mycroft's sister, Enola, who was created by a woman author who wrote this whole series on this fake character in Ola Holmes. Interesting. Did you, you like it? The movie itself was a uh, kind of a snoozer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Millie Bobby Brown, I thought was good in it. Um, Henry Cavill's in it. He plays Sherlock. Sam Claflin's Mycroft, and it's uh, it's just cheesy, and I don't really think you need to rush to see it. But good cast, like Helena Bottom Carn is in it for five seconds. But so put it in the maybe pile. What else you watch? I watch. I know this is how far behind I am on movies that I should have seen, but I haven't seen. I watched. Shout out Bill Murray. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. Oh. Nice. I've actually never seen that movie all the way through. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those movies I've seen like bits and pieces of here and there. Just never been able to sit down and watch the whole thing. Would you recommend that movie? 
A hundred percent. If you haven't already seen it, you need to go see it. Is it Steve Zizou or Steve Zizou? Zisu. Zisu. The Life Aquatic of Steve Zisu? The Life Aquatic with Steve Zisu. Just a quick synopsis of it if you haven't seen it, like me until the other day. It's about this guy who makes nature videos. Because it's not all aquatic. Some of them are on land. It's about a guy who makes nature videos with his team of interns and his wife and his best friend. And then tragedy strikes and the best friend, spoiler alert, best friend dies. He's taking a dirt nap and then they are trying to figure out if they want to continue on with this nature series or not. And it's just, uh, it's quirky. That's nice. I like Wes Anderson. I do. Yeah, he's good. Have you seen Moonlight Kingdom? Yeah, like I like Moonlight Kingdom. I yeah. followed up The Life Aquatic with The Royal Tenenbaums. And that movie was weird. Yeah, have you seen Rushmore? Rushmore's the same kind of movie. It's a, uh, not for everybody. It's an acquired taste. I had started Rushmore, but I never finished it. I like Rushmore. Um, I liked The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I've never seen that. It's good. Yeah, I don't, well, Life Aquatic, gotta see that. I mean, Bill Murray's in it. He's... The main character. Ah, Bill Murray's awesome. Angelica Houston Huston's in it. She's great. Nice. Awesome. Well, I watched, uh, I've been watching Doom Patrol on HBO Max, and I finished it this week. So fucking good. If you like The Boys, or if you like Umbrella Academy, I highly suggest watching this movie, uh, the show. Uh, It's the first season, 16 episodes, and the second season's nine episodes, and it just got greenlit for the third season. Not sure how many episodes. Sixteen episodes. Yeah, sixteen episodes first season. It was really awesome. Uh, It was DC Universe at first, and then HBO Max picked it up. But I highly suggest it. Highly suggest it. Very enjoyable. Brendan Fraser's back, baby. He's so good in that. Oh man! And then the girl from Orange Is the New Black, uh, who Danielle Guerrero, I think. I don't know. Diana Guerrero. Yeah. She's fucking... Diane Cuero is, uh, she's from Boston. Is she? Yeah, she she's... went to Fenway School of the Arts. Oh, nice. She's hot. <laughs> she's, she is. She's, she's so hot. She's uh, and she plays. Maritza. Yes, and she plays a fantastic Crazy Jane. Very emotional, that show. That show, that show pull on your heartstrings and make you be like, oh, cool, at the same time. So, definitely, uh, suggest that. But that's really all nice. I watched this week. Yeah. You know what I just started to watch, and it's going to take me the whole week to watch it, probably? What? The 30 for 30 on Oscar Pistorius. Ugh, yeah, no, no, I don't need to see that. Fuck Oscar Pistorius. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to have my mind changed that he was not guilty and didn't do it. It must have been a ghost. I'm ready. I'm ready to have my, my opinion changed, but... So far, 40 minutes in, hasn't changed yet. I don't believe him. I think he's pulling my leg. (laughs) Well, I only know him from, like, what actually happened after. (laughs) Well, in case nobody understands that joke, pulling my leg, Oscar Pistorius has no legs. Oscar Pistorius, (laughs) the Blade Runner. (laughs) The Blade Runner, who killed his wife. Um, It wasn't his wife, it was his girlfriend, which makes it even sadder. He killed somebody, (laughs) and it's because he's a coward and a murderer. And no other reason other than that. That's the camp I stand in. That's the camp I stand in. I want this to change me, but I know it won't. 
But I'm also fascinated to find out how he became the Blade Runner and all that jazz. But what are we watching next week? <laughs> next week, Brianna, we are watching Vampires vs. the Bronx. It's coming out on October 2nd, so if you want to watch the movie before we review it, by all means, go for it. It'll probably be a more enjoyable experience for you. Remember to always send us your recommendations for any movies or YouTube videos or whatever the fuck you want to send us. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. All the links are in the show notes. Come in on our Discord. Nobody's in there, but you will be if you come. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how to use it, so. Yeah, Brianna's inept. So uh, please share this episode with your friends if you enjoyed it and you made it this far. That would make us so happy and just grow the community. And me and Brianna think we're pretty fun. So if you like listening to us and you agree, maybe just share with somebody that you also think is fun. And then maybe we can all be fun together. No, I go by Aquafina by now. Oh, Aquafina. Okay. So Mantis and Aquafina. You can call Aquafina. me Dasani. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Poland Spring. Oh, let's, this, this episode is running long, Brianna. Do you have anything for our lovely people before we go? No. Okay, good. <laughs> we will catch everybody next week. Vampires vs. the Bronx. Hit us up on all our social meds. We're in it to win it. We love you. Thank you for the support. Shout out Auckland once again. Dude, you need to like quit it with the WAP and the Auckland people. You're freaking them out. Just say bye, Brianna. Just say bye. Bye. Bye.